0: Welcome back to another episode of Kiwis in Business. On today's show, our guest host, Nicola, is speaking to the founder of Yumbox, a new online store that allows people to custom build gift boxes for others or as a treat box for themselves to cater to their own dietary or allergy needs. With treats that are dairy-free, gluten-free, sugar-free, soy-free, egg-free, nut-free, paleo, organic, keto, and vegan, there sure is a variety on offer. So let's find out some more. Thanks for joining us, Nathan. I'm actually really excited to be interviewing you today, particularly as a mother of a daughter with severe and multiple food allergies. So it's, it's really great that there's a space, that there's becoming more spaces um, for people like us to access food um, and not be worried too much about the uh, outcomes. So Nathan, just touching quickly on your background, whereabouts did you grow up in New Zealand?
1: I grew up in Gisborne originally. Okay. Yep, so I'm from um, Gisborne, lived most of my life there. I was born in Napier and most of my family still live in the Hawkes Bay area. But yeah, my my immediate family and where I was born and raised, well raised, um, was Gisborne. And I I still love Gisborne very, very much. Try to go back there as much as possible.
0: Nice. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you were doing prior to setting up Yumbox? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have managed multiple businesses throughout
1: various places in various years. And I also do a fair bit of traveling around different countries in Asia and the Middle East. So really kind of Yumbox came from a combination of those things of wanting to help out the people that I love over there. And just brainstorming through different business experiences I've had, uh, managing gas stations and cool little food places and greengrocers and all these things. Awesome. Okay,
0: Linda was telling me a little bit about you. Things start thoughts starting around the business after you travelled to Afghanistan, and you talking about wanting something more than the nine to five. Um, Can you talk us more through that, like what you wanted, what you mean by wanting more than a nine-to-five?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I I feel like, you know, and I I love my parents, very incredible and amazing, but what I feel like I've seen throughout the different um, generations and in different families is people go to work, they work nine-to-five, Monday through to Friday, and then by the end of the day, they're so tired that they don't have time to invest in um, their families or other people and even in the weekend they work so hard that really they don't have the time and the space to um, Be really really intentional in the way that they're building relationships um, So for for me and Alicia, you know, we, we so want to be able to invest in people um, Obviously, we've just had a newborn baby, which is super exciting Congratulations. So we want to be able to invest in his life in terms of time and also investing in uh, the youth here in Tauranga. We're involved with helping youth here and also investing in people overseas. Uh, So, you know, when when you're working a nine to five job, you can't really just take off for two months to go to the back blocks of India somewhere. Right, no. Challenging. So, you know, to be able to create the space for us to invest time and obviously resource, economy, money into people is what it's all about. And we've just been thinking about how we go about setting ourselves up so we can do that. And Young Bots came from that. Awesome.
0: I'm still kind of interested in the trips around, the trip around Afghanistan though. <laughs> cool, so what, yeah. so just a, just a quick, what? Be brief. Yeah. Cool.
1: I've, I've been involved with maybe the last four or five years an organization. Um, who mainly focuses on building children's homes and widoweries in okay. Afghanistan. Um, they also have a lot of community development projects. So what, what we try to do is go over there and instead of, say for instance, a lot of Western people or organisations will go to a country, they'll meet these people doing these amazing things like a children's home and they'll give them US dollars to set themselves up but then what happens is a year later you've got that children's home calling you up again saying, "Hey, we need more money, we need more food." So it's not really sustainable. So what we need to try to do is we try to go over there and create micro enterprises. So we'll, um, as an example, go into Afghanistan and sponsor with obviously a no-interest loan um, a like a chicken farm for someone who's already involved in that kind of thing, and then they'll be able to set the chicken farm up and then themselves input that money into the children's home that they're running so it becomes it becomes self-sustaining mm-hmm. um rather than just you know in a pan and becoming reliant on us uh it also it also you know it encourages them because they they have they have the ability they have the know-how they have the potential so why wouldn't you want to you know really engage them in reaching everything that they can be
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great that sounds really exciting
1: it is. It's yeah. very exciting.
0: So so very, what, very cool. So what was it that inspired you to start to start
1: Yumbox itself? Yeah, so we um we came back from this last trip and again we're thinking about how we go about creating um wealth and time. And I just started thinking, you know, we've got so many friends that uh, you know, have different allergies. And it's always the challenge to find food for them. (laughs) And my my wife used to be gluten intolerant. She's kind of worked out from it now. But, you know, you go to a party or something and you you don't really know what to bring or, um, you know, they come over to yours and you feel like kind of awkward, not awkward, but sad because you don't have food that you can really give them just on hand. Um, And I imagine it would be a challenge. You'd you'd probably know particularly where, where you are. You know, yeah, it's it's not always convenient to walk through the supermarket checking the back of every food item, every every label, reading everything.
0: Which is what we do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Especially if, you know, someone first finds out that they're celiac is an example and they don't necessarily have a nutrition background, they don't know about reading labels. So to go onto a website where you're able to just click, Yep, I'm gluten free, nut free, egg free I only want New Zealand products, whatever it is, and then it automatically populates the list of all the different products that are going to be perfect for whatever you need. It just felt and seemed in my heart like a great idea. And so we just decided, let's do it. Let's make it happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, from the perspective of parents of kids with allergies, like birthday parties and gatherings are like Mm -hmm. the bane of our lives because – you know, you never know what's going to come out and what's going to be in that product. Yeah. And it's really heartening to hear that people like you actually care about, you know, other people coming to their house who don't, because yeah. sometimes it feels like people don't care. Sometimes it feel, yeah. feels like people wow. just bring out whatever and sorry, your kid's going to miss out again. So it's, yeah. it's, it's wow. actually really heartening that people, you know, like, like there's people who don't have any allergies, but who do mm-hmm. still care about you know what they're bringing out and the the sense of isolation for the kids and missing out and stuff is really very real
1: so. and I'll, I'll say this i I'll, celiac awareness week is coming up yeah. in a week or so um and for i i interviewed a friend who has uh celiac disease and just hearing her journey was amazing yeah. you know and you i don't think you know, when, when someone's suffering from something like celiac disease or an allergy, you don't really understand the extent of effort that they have to go through yeah. to just eat <laughs> um. when you're placed outside of that, mm. you know, and it's not until you kind of get into that bubble and you start asking those
0: questions and you start connecting that, that you realise um. well, what, what an issue it can be. And people on the other side just really appreciate people taking the time to listen as well. So all that connection that you're making, the other people on the other side just appreciate it beyond what you can imagine. Because a lot of people just, they don't want to talk about it or it's kind of embarrassing or it's inconvenient for them or that, you know.
1: Yeah, or we just flip it off as a fad.
0: Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's just a fad. Yeah. Your your anaphylaxis is a fad, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's definitely not. So yeah. No, that's really interesting. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the business journey itself, like when you started Yumbox and yeah. how long it was to set up. Um yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. Well,
1: cool. so we came back. Uh, probably in September, October, came back in October, um, had the idea for it within a couple of weeks of coming back, brewed on it for a couple of weeks, decided, let's just go for it. And then we took off on this incredible journey of discovery and adventure. Uh, we spent maybe a couple of weeks finding a really on-to-it website designer, So a big thing for us was making sure that the website was crisp and clean and fresh. Uh, You know, people spend thousands and thousands of dollars on the storefront and on staff, which is the face of their business. And really for us, the website is the face of our business, right? So we decided from the get-go that we we didn't really care too much about the cost. We'd rather just have something that was going to be perfect and then it took longer to get the website sorted than I thought it would uh a lot of it was the copy writing out everything all the nutrition information I had to handwrite every single um nutrition table because there was no there was no software or platform or app where you could just convert everything I had to handwrite it all um so that took a lot of time getting all the images taking all the photos um I'm lucky with my past business experience. I already had pretty good um, connections with different suppliers. So that was easy, finding suppliers. And then, of course, we've got other things happening in our life as well. Again, we're looking after youth. We had a brand new baby boy, which is exciting. Nice. Um, lots and lots and lots of different things. And then the whole lockdown thing happened, <laughs> which put things on you know, the back burner for a bit slow things down mm-hmm. and then we finally kind of launched and I think it was May May the 2nd we launched so it was that period October to May that it, that it took to get everything to a stage where we were really happy to click that launch button and go uh, we could have probably done it like a month or so earlier but you know you you want to make sure that everything's gonna be perfect and everything's gonna be nice and obviously, being a new business, we're still finding little kinks in the chain and sure. you know, little glitches here and there, but we'll work it out. So,
0: yeah. Sure. Awesome. What about um, any particular, obviously, the website and all that sort of side of things was um, quite challenging. Any other real obstacles you've come across?
1: Just mainly my time, my time management, mm-hmm. um, The yeah, getting the website done, it was it was, it was easy enough, it was just it just took a lot of time, <laughs> you know, yeah, and people can sure. be quite time poor or time lazy, so um, to, you know, wrangle people around to getting things to you can sometimes yeah. be a bit of an issue, but
0: yeah. it happened. So Nathan, what, you, you talk about other jobs, what, what other jobs do you do?
1: So at, at the time I was managing like a boutique greengrocers, when okay. this all started, mm-hmm. um, so I was doing that.
0: You're still doing that now, or...?
1: No. no, when the lockdown started, that kind of went by the wayside, mm-hmm. but I found a job, um, so I'm just working at avocados at the moment, Okay. chipping wood, mm-hmm. so it's, it's different to what I was doing before, but Good. Good. <laughs> I did seasonal work when I first started, so I first started working and left high school, so mm-hmm. it's not the first time I've kind of been out on a big field moving yeah. pieces of wood around.
0: Excellent. Just one quick thing. I just was interested in where you're sourcing your. Whereabouts are you sourcing your products from?
1: So we do try to source as locally as possible. Um, obviously, you know, New Zealand's a beautiful country, and we've got so much talent here, so much ingenuity, so much creativity, and we really want to obviously support that as much as possible. Uh, we do have a couple of international suppliers, but mainly, mainly it's local, local, um, local brands. Excellent.
0: Okay. It's all really exciting, Nathan. I'm excited yeah. for you. Um, what, so, so where two for, for here? What's your vision for the future of Youngbox?
1: Oh, a billion dollar a year in this <laughs> room. <right>. Nice. <laughs> you know, again, looking back to what the whole purpose is, and it's to create time for ourselves to invest in people, mm-hmm. and money to invest in people. And I don't think Youngbox in and of itself is the whole answer. Mm-hmm. but it's definitely a part of the solution um, so there will be other other investments other kind of enterprises go on as well but in terms of young itself what i would really like to see is it become a business that's self-sustaining so that we're able to become a little bit more hands-off and hire people to just look after it and that frees us up for our time sure and just create copious amounts of wealth
0: to invest in some of the most needy areas in the planet. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. You're, do, you're doing such good work, Nathan. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. Just quickly, just tell us what your website out website is for. People listening who uh, have allergies, intolerances, or any food-related diseases. So, if you can just quickly tell us your website, so they can yeah, look. sure.
1: So it's www.yumbox.co.nz okay. And between the yum and the box, there's a little little line. Uh-huh. So yum-box.co.nz. Check us out, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, uh, follow us. We love you. We look forward to getting to meet people and know people. Lovely. Do life together.
0: Lovely. Thank you so much, Nathan. Thanks for your time.
1: No worries. And thank you guys so much for supporting New Zealand businesses and doing what you do. It's very appreciated. You're very welcome.